1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: In Vegas to play the Gold Knights, Wild get a win in Game 1. A thriller, 1-0 in overtime. Joel Erickson-Eck gets the game winner. What a goaltending performance. Uh, Cam Talbot, Marc-Andre Fleury really putting on a show. And Sarah McClellan covering for the Star Tribune. And Sarah, good to visit with you. And what a Game 1. I think Wild fans are still recovering from that.
0: Yeah, you know what, it was, for a 0-0 hockey game, for most of the game, you know, I I thought it was pretty entertaining, it was pretty engaging. Um, You know, as the game progressed, obviously the action started, you know, to go more back and forth, and it wasn't, you know, so concentrated in the wild then, like it was in the first period, but, um, you know, plenty of scoring chances, plenty of big saves by both goaltenders. Um, you know, yeah, I, I think kind of a, a real entertaining game that probably sets the tone for, for what this series will be. It was physical. Obviously, it was competitive. Um, low scoring, which, you know, we'll see if that, if that holds up. You know, these were two of the more offensive teams in the NHL in the regular season, but, you know, maybe that's just the nature of the playoffs. These games tighten up. Uh, you know, players are blocking shots, you know, doing everything they can, it looks like, to, to limit, you know, obviously pucks on net and help out their goaltenders. So we'll see if, if you know, if they find a little bit more open ice out there um, starting in game two. But um, kind of what was expected, you know, these teams matched up well in the regular season and certainly it was a close game in game one as well.
2: Yeah, and the Wild got a, the better of it during the regular season, and that's why there was a lot of optimism that the Wild certainly could compete in this first round matchup, and and they certainly did that with that one zero overtime victory. In a story that you have at the website StarTribune.com, dot com, you talked about how big Cam Talbot was in that first period, really weathering a storm and. General manager Bill Guerin uh, made a change, brought in Cam Talbot, sent Devin Dubnik packing, and that move certainly paid dividends during the regular season and paid big dividends in game one.
0: Yeah, you know what? It's kind of been, you know, I think to end the regular season, um, you know, a little more up and down for Talbot than what we've seen for the majority, you know, of his debut season with the Wild. Um, You know, obviously some more high scoring goals, games against him. um, But, you know, he kept reiterating that he felt confident. He felt good in his game. Um, and obviously, he has a track record of being a really strong performer in the playoffs. And so, even though maybe you know to end the regular season, there was you know some games where it just wasn't as clean maybe as it been earlier in the season for him. I think that that you know that switch flips, and and he just does kind of discover you know his groove in the playoffs. And we saw that in game one, a forty two save shutout his fifth shutout, you know, in his postseason career and you know, that's actually now shutouts with three separate teams in the postseason that he's been on, which only one other goalie in NHL history has more. Um so, you know, when he joins a team, when they get in the playoffs, he tends to perform well. And I and I think a big reason is just the demeanor that he has, you know, twenty four seven on the ice. It's it's that calm, cool, collected vibe. He's not erratic in his movements. He's very good at um, you know, Deciding and deploying where to put rebounds, um you know just very set in his decision making in the net and obviously in the playoffs when you know the spotlight gets brighter and each save gets you know I, you know even more and more magnified, I think that style really pays off and and you know we obviously saw that come to fruition in game one
2: yeah and Sarah, one of the other uh, themes you wrote about is that the the wild never got into panic mode in this game and stuck to a plan tell tell us more about that and the the fact that you know the the wild even though at times the zero zero game it was frantic there was that pressure early that you had talked about and then they they were just getting robbed by Marc-Andre Fleury some spectacular saves and and at a point a hockey club can think oh we're snake pit. there's no way we're gonna beat this guy
0: yeah, you know, that was kind of a big takeaway for me from the game was, you know, you look at this 0-0 game, especially the deeper it went. You get into the second period, late into the second, early into the third, and you kind of saw two different reactions on the ice. You saw Vegas kind of look like they were starting to press, and, you know, they were juggling their lines. They, they mixed up the top line. They were obviously trying to look for a spark to get going. And, you know, so they looked like, you know, they really weren't happy with this 0-0 game. It looked like they were, you know, trying to, to 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 change it like in a hurry and then you have know, the wild that just didn't make any changes kept rolling all four lines wasn't you know didn't seem to be worried about matchups just kept going one through four one through four one through four and you know they're obviously you know i think it was you know chances and you know they're trying to score it's not like they were just sitting back you can't play for a tie in the playoffs But they didn't, you know, make any risky decisions. They didn't kind of go out of their structure to try to break the tie. They kept just playing their game, um, you know, staying within their style to try to score. And obviously it worked out, you know, a very quintessential play for this team, you know, pressuring a a defense into a mistake. Um, getting on the forecheck and getting the puck to the front of the net led to the game-winning goal by Erickson X. So yeah, I don't, I didn't sense any panic. You know, I think they were very comfortable in a zero-zero game, even though it was the playoffs. Because I think they felt confident in the way that they were playing at that point of the game. They kind of settled down. They had their fair share of chances, and it's just a matter of time. So I think that was really telling to see how both teams reacted very differently to the circumstances, and obviously the Wild prevailed in that manner in
2: the end yeah i I saw another tidbit and this is interesting that um the the team wanted to practice today to to get ready for game two tomorrow night i I found that curious after a compact regular season where they're playing seemingly every other day that these guys were chomping at the bit to get to the ring today and get a skate in
0: Yeah, that was really telling because you're right. It was, it was decided by the players. And, you know, I I think in playoff time, we just kind of expect practice time to go away because the game is such a grind. It's so busy. It's every other night, which has been like, you know, the regular season. So rest kind of trumps, uh, you know, and takes precedent over the practice time. But no, this was a group that wanted to get down to the ring together. I, I think obviously they acknowledge part of it's just kind of breaking up the day, getting out of the hotel kind of speeds the day up when you have something, you know, to look forward to and go do. Um, but still, I mean, it's a decision that shows, I think, really, that this is a team that's focused. Um, you know, at what's at stake? What's at hand? Yes, they won game one, but I think they're very much, you know, cognizant of this is a, you know, a best of seven series. One game doesn't seal the series. There's, a, you know, there's still a lot of hockey to be left. And so, you know, it was a work day today. It was go down to the arena, get on the ice, have a practice, and, you know, get ready for game two.
2: Well, uh, Sarah, one, one other thing real quick before we run out of time. Zach Parisi not in the lineup, and normally this would be a monster story, but, you know, the fact that they they won game one and we, we head for game two, uh, it, it it really isn't a gigantic story that Zach Parisi not in the lineup.
0: And I think, too, the fact that he'd been scratched leading up to the playoffs. You know, this had happened late in the regular season. I think that, you know, maybe that's where the shock factor, you know, maybe for fans or who those were maybe, like, taken aback by that. Um, maybe that's where it was. And now it's just like, this is how it's been. This is how it's been for the last few weeks. The Wild has found its lineup. You're right. You know, it was a victorious effort in game one. It doesn't look like the lineup's going to change. They they ran the same lines at practice on Monday. So it looks like it'll be the same, you know, group for game two. And um, that's just, you know, the situation where it is. They've found lines that click. It doesn't sound like they want to break up that fourth line right now to, to get Zach Creasy back in there. So right now he's just the odd man out.
2: Wow. Well, Sarah, uh, always good to visit with you. Thanks so much. Game two coming up on Tuesday night in Vegas. Have a good Take evening. Take care. All right, Sarah McClellan covers the Wild for the Star Tribune online at StarTribune.com. Jewel Erickson, act the hero, but Cam Talbot, a huge role uh, in that shutout victory in overtime in game one.